This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jim Schaller. Welcome, Good Neighbors, to episode number 72 of the Good Neighbor Podcast to Sterile. Today, we have Good Neighbor Dr. Eck from Sleep Treatment Direct. Welcome. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, pleasure pleasure to get to meet you and learn a little bit more about what you guys do. Um, why don't we just jump right in and why don't you start by sharing a little bit about what you guys do over at uh, Sleep Treatment Direct. So we have a, a company and a training um, we do education and treatment for uh, sleep apnea, breathing disorders, and for snoring. Uh, and our, what we're known for is that we do the alternatives that people prefer. So we don't put everybody in this little fighter mask and with the hoses and all that stuff and the CPAP machines. Uh, we, we treat with and teach the alternatives to those that are much simpler, mostly nice. oral appliances. Yeah, interesting. Now, how did you how did you go about getting involved in this? You were a dentist by trade, correct? Yeah, I had four dental offices. I sold my dental offices in March of 22. Uh, I still have my sleep apnea company and my um, education uh, lecturing services that I do. I got involved really for two reasons. One is in my dental practices, I treated, uh, we had a big focus on TMJ headaches and facial pain. And there's a huge correlation between sleep and those things. So we got involved and in, I started my practices in 2000 and in 2002, we started treating sleep because of that correlation. One of the other things that got me into it was my father at a very young age, uh, 26 years old, had his first heart issues. And so I got out of school, I was 28 years old. And so I'm a couple years into practice and I'm like, you know, I really need to figure out how to prevent the problems that my dad had uh, because I'm already older than what he was when he started his problems. And so, and through all my research that I did uh, and I tried to figure out how do you, how do you have cardiovascular issues, heart issues at that young of an age. And the one thing that kept coming up in the literature was undiagnosed and untreated sleep apnea. And back then the amount of people who went untreated, undiagnosed was about 90% of the people with sleep problems are going undiagnosed and untreated. And today, after all this time, it's still 80% of the patients with these problems are going undiagnosed and untreated. Wow. And of course, I had myself tested and I came out to be a severe sleep apnea patient. So, so. So those of our listeners that aren't familiar with sleep apnea, can you explain a little bit about what that is and what it does to a person? So sleep apnea is when you essentially stop breathing while you're sleeping. And the definition of an apnea event is you stop breathing for at least 10 seconds. So you can sit there and snore and make noise, but the moment you go quiet from your snoring and or start gasping for breath, that means you quit breathing. And so in my particular situation, I stopped breathing 56 times an hour. So there pretty much wasn't a minute that went by that I didn't stop breathing for at least 10 seconds. And this puts you at incredible risk of so many different health problems, let alone you're tired all day long. You, you, you feel grouchy, you, you know, and in kids, by the way, this is one of the things we look for in kids is they're their daytime behavioral issues, right? If you take a child who is used to getting a nap and he doesn't get his nap, 
how does he act all day long, right? After the after he doesn't get his nap, not good, right? Well, you take a child who doesn't fall into the proper stage of sleep, they can sleep eight hours, but if they don't fall in that proper stage of sleep, now they go all day long acting like that kid that didn't get his nap. And they get labeled as ADD, ADHD, and all these problem kids. And 70% of those kids have an airway and breathing issue. They don't actually have ADD and ADHD. But it's an easy diagnosis for them just to put a label on them rather than look deeper and find out what the real cause is. Yeah, medicate and move on. That's it. So so you mentioned a lot of these people are going undiagnosed. Uh, are, are there certain symptoms or things that people can look at to question whether they might have sleep apnea or not? There's there's a lot of symptoms you can look at. About a third of the people are 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 unsymptomatic. They don't have any symptoms. I had zero symptoms. I had zero symptoms that anybody would consider related to sleep. I wasn't tired. And that's one of the most common things. One, you snore, your spouse doesn't want to sleep in the same bedroom, right? You're tired, you wake up, you sleep six, eight hours, and you could literally two hours later take a nap, right? Um, those are common symptoms is that you're tired. But you have to look at your medical history as well. Those things that are caused by airway and sleep problems. If you look at your medical history, you're on more than one medication for blood pressure, uh, diabetes, uh, depression, and anxiety. Um, all these things have a huge correlation, TMJ and headaches, with sleep apnea. So there's a lot of things we can look at in your medical history to have an idea if you have sleep apnea or not. And now you mentioned, you know, most people, when they think of sleep apnea, think of, you know, putting that big machine and that big mask on their face. You had mentioned mm -hmm. you do that in an alternative way. Yes, we, we treat primarily with lasers, non-surgical, simple laser procedures that don't even need anesthetic. And we use appliances and primarily what we call epigenetic appliances, which helps to non-surgically grow and tone the airway space. Uh, without needing those surgical procedures because the alternatives are several different surgical procedures or wearing the CPAP mask. Uh, that's really the only other alternatives and only about one in five people can actually comply successfully with the CPAP mask. And yeah, I... of all the people that we see and test that are wearing a CPAP mask, the majority are actually not being treated successfully. If you look at their stages of sleep, oxygen desaturations and heart rates and all these things, they're actually not being treated, the majority of them, successfully. Uh, they feel better because they sleep more hours, uh, but all these other things that create the health concerns in many cases are not improved. Interesting, interesting. So are there any myths or maybe misconceptions that we could clear up for our listeners uh, surrounding sleep apnea? I think the number one misconception is I just snore. I want to come in and treat my snoring, but I don't have a sleep problem. Well, if you snore, you have about an 80% chance you have a sleep problem because again, you may not be symptomatic. Okay. And somebody might say, Hey, I have no problem sleeping. Well, no, somebody with sleep apnea and sleep disorders, they can literally stand up and fall asleep. They can sit down. They can almost fall asleep when they're driving a car, right? They can sleep easily. That's abnormal to be able to sleep that easily during the day. 
right? So snoring is the first sign that we have some degree of airway problems starting. Now, not everybody, but the majority of people who snore do have some degree of airway problem. The only way to know is we do a sleep test and that tells us, are you snoring? And that's it. And then that's a simple, very simple fix with the laser and several different appliances that can be used one or the other that gets rid of snoring easily. But if you do have an airway issue, you want to resolve that because there are medical consequences to just getting rid of the snoring, but leaving the apnea events and the airway problem there. Interesting. So is, is apnea curable in a sense? It is. There's uh, So if you wear a, a CPAP, that doesn't cure anything. That just masks the problem. But with our epigenetic appliances we do, we actually address the source, the anatomy of, of the problem. And we can, we can treat people over the course of about two years. And the majority of them, when we're done, they're done. They don't need anything else. They don't need to continue wear appliance. Some of them do, but most of them do not. Right? Whereas if you wear a normal appliance that most dentists make or you wear a CPAP, that is a lifetime forever and ever. Right? Yep. Yep. So on a side note, are, are you from Southwest Florida originally? I was born in Illinois, Springfield, Illinois, but okay. I have been down here for a long time, since 86, Marco Island originally. Uh, so I grew up down on Marco, uh, went away to finish college, came back, and then in 2001, I moved from Marco to Bonita. So I've been down, I've been here a long time. Seen I had a lot of changes old. down here, right? Uh, that's a, yep. The, <laughs> used to be a lot of roads, used to be two lanes, and a lot of them used to be dirt roads. So it's it's different absolutely absolutely so is there anything else that maybe our listeners should know uh, about sleep apnea that they they don't know or should know well i think um and it comes back to maybe another misconception in that uh when it comes to treating sleep apnea most physicians um are unaware and most patients are unaware because they're misinformed most of the time uh by the internet that Appliance therapy and some of these other alternatives is only for mild and very simple cases. These epigenetic cases, we can treat the most severe sleep apnea patients without surgery and without a CPAP machine and get great success. In fact, our what we call precision appliances that we do have an 86% efficacy rate. And that means it works on 86% of people. Well, the Inspire surgery, which is a $50,000 surgery that's being marketed everywhere, uh, only has a 53% efficacy. And CPAP only has about a 56% efficacy. So there's a huge misconception about you can't utilize these alternatives, but for simple cases. And that's absolutely not correct. Absolutely. You're doing a great job in educating people and getting the word out there. How would our listeners go about getting a hold of you if, if they themselves or someone they know uh, suffers from this? They can call the office, um, and that number is 239-444-1741, or they can go to our website. Our website has a lot of information and clicks on there where they can call to make an appointment at sleeptreatmentdirect.com. Perfect. Dr. Eck, any last comments for our listeners? They don't think so. It's there been, we go. Hey, it's, it's been good. Yeah, been a pleasure getting to know you and thank you for what you're doing out in the community and, and, and being such a good neighbor. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Estero. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpastero.com. 
That's GNPastero.com or call 239-296-2621.